I feel like that that's that hits where our podcast intro music is. I think that was a good flow through. Welcome to Big Knockers Tales of the Porch. I am your musician, co-host, Greg Van Workham, State Representative of the 88th District with Melissa McKinley. Wow, this intro just keeps getting better and better. Your musical skills are coming out like, I can't even believe that this is Greg Van Workham, State Representative. I thought it was like professional musician or right. something. People would pitch perfect. Uh, they would they would hear that. They'd be like, oh, wow, he is on tone. That <laughs> That is a beautiful note that he just hit there. Were you part of a boys choir? Uh, An acapella boys, group? Not acapella, but I was chamber choir, which was the high level choir at our school Were you a soprano and we, tra- or? we traveled the country just bringing joy to people with our musical talents your voice brings joy to me every time oh, we do this when i i listen i listen to the podcast now uh on on our you actually listen on, you're one on, of our 100 on listeners <laughs> Apple podcast you can also find it on spotify Good. and amazon wherever you get your podcast but i listen to it and man i got a little smooth smooth voice going on you do the smooth sounds of greg van workham that will be our third venture because you know i think we've already decided yeah, we're going to start um carpool campaigning that's right um a whole nother and so now the smooth sounds of greg van work if kenny g is listening and finally wants to bring some vocalists to his <laughs> sweet soft jazz greg van workham <laughs> is sitting here on the mic ready for that hashtag kenny g he's coming to michigan <laughs> soaring eagle here soon so we just did Is a little really? free advertising all right. for him. all right somebody hashtag him on this one <laughs> yeah. it's coming it's coming in hot all right well greg i know i say this every time because we have the best guests literally the best guests they're all friends they're all people that we have been able to work with for a long time but today truly is one of my most exciting episodes that we will do forever quite frankly because um, it is truly one of my besties. He is so awesome. Um, we began working for the state legislature at around the same time in 1997, 98. Um, and we have been friends ever since. We have done so many different jobs in this world uh, from staffing legislators to campaigning for legislators. Um, to working on campaigns, to um, now he is a big shot in our uh, Michigan Department of Transportation, and I swear, it just keeps getting funnier and funnier. Um, so I'm really excited to welcome Troy Hagen to Big Knockers today. Troy is a warmest welcome, and thank you to our booking agent for finding such great people to be on the podcast. I mean, I I don't know who she is, but she's pretty awesome. <laughs> I've heard good things. I've heard good things. Troy, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, we're kind of doing a little staff series right now. Uh, we've had a lot of members uh, of the legislature come in, but people that really grind it, and there's candidates that grind it, but it's always good to have staff, and they've got just as good stories as the members. So welcome. Thank you, Representative. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, very excited to be here and share some of my uh, stories from the uh, campaign trail. I'm going to take us back to the way back machine today. Woo woo, way back, Troy. I love it. <laughs> Wait, now, now it's like that's kind of like when like Green Day is all sun on the oldies station, and it's like how way back are we going here? 
Well, I mean, I hate to admit it, but we're old, and it's like 25 years yeah, way back. So. That's the reality. Yeah. That's the reality. I mean, I know we like to like say we're not, but we're, we are. We're just old. I'm going to take us back to 2002 when we uh, when I was part of a big uh, primary race for uh, state senate between a sitting state representative from the Upper Peninsula and a former state representative. Uh, so this would be the... Uh, Boven Prusi primary. Oh, two juggernauts. Yeah. Two, two juggernauts yeah. going at it. Well, let's talk about this, Troy, just to set the stage, too, because if you're not from Michigan, and we know we have listeners from across the country, the Upper Peninsula is part of Michigan, but it's a whole separate world. You're not allowed to say the word separate when you're referring to the well, Upper Well, it's Peninsula. connected by a bridge, but it's still separate, the right? state of Superior. I well, think there's there a go. movement to be called state of Superior. I mean, we got lucky... In the war of Toledo, Toledo to get the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. But, I mean, it is different. It's just a different way of living up there. It's a little bit more remote. It's a huge land mass that you travel pretty far distances to get between city to city. And the way people campaign is completely different up there. Door knocking is different. Campaigning is different. So, Troy, I'm so excited for you to tell us a little bit more about what it's like to be a Uper so campaigner the, well especially in the primary season in the summer the campaigning takes a uh, a lot of turns in the small town festivals across the upper oh, peninsula God. especially when you're campaigning for the state senate and it's uh it was 13 of the 15 counties holy cow so everything west of uh chippewa and mackinac County. 13 <laughs> counties that you were responsible for yes that's Those a lot usually of usually bigger counties up there too isn't yeah it? yeah they little more square mileage? Yes, definitely. So you have to drive your snow machine in the in isn't that what Sarah Palin used to call snow machines? Is, is that August where the, that starts happening? Only in early June and late uh, August. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a July Saturday morning. Um, we had a re we had a Parade and Republic that we were heading to. Republic is uh, in western Marquette County. So the candidate and I had decided it was an 11 a.m. parade. We were going to leave uh, his house at 9 a.m. So it's about 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm in uh, his kitchen because I was living with him at the time. I'm making my uh, Swedish rye toast. Swedish rye. <laughs> See, this is details. 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 Right yes. Uh, I was ready to go. We had two hours before we were going to leave. The candidate was a bit high strung on this particular <laughs> moment or particular uh, Saturday, we shall say. And we came down and the candidate asked me if I was ready. And I said, yeah, certainly. I'm ready to go. Let's uh, let's do you know. Let's do this. I'm gonna finish breakfast. Well, he got very agitated and uh, started jumping up and down, and then and yelling, "We need to leave! We need to leave!" And picked up a knife out of the knife block. Wait, and but I think Troy, if if our listeners can just envision the jumping up and down, you you do a really good impersonation of it. Arms flailing, body jumping up and down. So let's let's see a little of that action, and then I can describe it. Like, oh, you're gonna. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Whole body, like arms flying, flapping in the wind here. Yeah. Yes. Very. 
uh, very agitated, throws a uh, a knife at me from the knife block, and then uh, proceeds to storm out of the uh, uh, kitchen. So at that moment, I knew that it better be uh, the afterburners better come on, and we better be pre- get ready to prepare to leave. Well, let's no. le- let's think about now, this. Part. Now we need some details. I know. Now now there's going to be some interrogation here. I feel like. We have to. We have <laughs> to know. Like, we have to know more. <laughs> this might need to. I think statute of limitations. What year did this? Uh, occur? So this would have been two thousand two. So you're statue, right. Statute, statute of limitations. limitations that's has, why I decided has, we could tell. Now this. we can tell yes. this story. Yes. Yeah. Like, but like, are we okay. talking meat cleaver? Are we talking the steak knife, or, it, it or was, that sharpie thing that nobody actually ever uses? <laughs> it was definitely a steak knife. Okay. I can definitely recall and steak knife. Did it knife. get stuck in the wall or in your? <laughs> Body parts <laughs> got stuck in this loaf of Swedish rye bread. <laughs> oh, that's why we need detail. <laughs> like Thank a, God for the Swedish rye. It's like a Seinfeld episode where it comes around <laughs> and uh, it's like it's the Swedish rye. <laughs> okay, so how do you go door knocking or to a festival after your candidate has actually thrown a knife at you? Well, that's where the i uh, the ironic twist of faith or fate happens. Um, The candidate had a very elaborate American flag system set up on the back of his SUV that he would, it was one of those extendable flagpoles. Okay. Okay. So when we get to the uh, parade, he sets that up and one other volunteer and I walk the parade route and we say to ourselves, self, that uh, flagpole is going to snag the first overhead wire. <laughs> no. You can already see this you happening. Can already see. Oh my god! We got direct so- foreshadowing rather than the uh, Swiss rye uh, <laughs> one here. So he definitely got paid back as we went back to the candidate and said, um, "You know, I think we need to lower the flagpole this morning on the parade route because it's going to uh, snag one of the overhead wires." And no, no, it's fine. It's fine. So as we, and the candidate was, I don't want to leave this part out. The candidate was very excited because we had beat, or because we had beaten and were first in line in front of our opponent. Oh, oh, so this yeah. is a big thing on this a parade a route. Big right? You want to be in the front. You yeah. want, especially during a primary. Okay. Yes. And are there a lot of people along this parade route? Yes. It was very, it was Pretty Big well, one. yes, it was okay. well handshaker, attended. Handshaker is the candidate. A handshaker. He was a handshaker. The, uh, the candy uh, handshaker. So some knocking, uh, yes. knocking story. Oh here. yeah, totally. Oh yeah. So as we uh, as we d- depart the uh, parade route and come to the uh, first overhead wire, sure enough, that flagpole uh, snags the overhead wire. And you, it was like slow motion. It breaks the flagpole off. Oh, no. Starts tumbling down. And there was an antique car behind us. It almost hits the antique car. And then the American flag lays out onto the roadway. And there is a gasp throughout the entire crowd of the flag laying on the roadway. That has to be like 101 bad never to do. Yeah. We got a a domestic abuse incident and a national incident (laughs) to report on the podcast today. Well, okay. So I, so what happens at that? Well, 
Uh, then, as we're scrambling to try to pick up the flag and do something with the flag, of course, the opponent is like two or three cars behind us, and they're kind of in that shock moment as well. And then you could just see them all go, 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 go. And they literally whip around <laughs> us and go, and, and, go in, and take the position in front of us and just start leading the parade. Just, just Dale Earnhardt. Oh, my like God. Drafting behind the other that. place and whipping around to get ahead. <laughs> This is politics at its finest. <laughs> Campaign. Oh, it my was gosh. definitely primary politics and small town po po primary politics at its finest. Oh, so, I mean, you had one knife thrown at you. Was there a whole butcher block after that incident? I, or? I think after that, he made the uh, decision that uh, karma was not on his side. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's true because, you know, um, door knocking comes in lots of different ways, right? It's not always physically knocking on the door. Like you said, in the UP where you have so far between houses and, you know, neighborhoods and there, it's hard to get to see a lot of people. And so you have to use those festivals and parades. So they're probably more that hand to hand. That that's how you get your face to face, right? right? The purpose of door knocking is be memorable. And I guess that's one way to be memorable I is mean, too. Probably not in the best way to be memorable, but memorable. Well, did that candidate win? No. Ah, no. well, you know. Yes. You win no. some, you lose some. I mean, probably shouldn't throw knives at your staff. <laughs> is there is there a name for that story? A lot of people have a, a name for this. Is that the flag incident? Or is that still known in the UP as the... I'm sure in the small town of Republic, it's still known. Well, it was even in the town of Republic. I forgot that key component. <laughs> oh my gosh that is hilarious troy i will say um another one of those stories we have yet to have heard on big knockers is the um knife throwing and uh the uh unfortunate display of our you fine need to have a colors. special special guest like troy that's willing to announce some kind of domestic abuse uh, <laughs> yeah. story on our podcast Be live so on our podcast. that's why we appreciate you <laughs> Well, at this time, guess what time it is. Joy, you're going to enjoy this. Our listeners enjoy it. It is the best segment we do here on Big Knockers. Well, you know, we do um, give our uh, sponsor a lot of special attention. So it's time for a break from that sponsor. Kelly Cawthorn, the Midwest lobbying firm, both in Ohio and in Michigan, to serve their clients both from an advocacy, lobbying, direct lobbying needs, regulatory, business development, economic development, all of the things that a company needs or an individual or an organization to be successful in the government space. Call Kelly Cawthorn or go to their website at www.kellycawthorn.com. That may have been one of your best ones yet. And you know I why? Because you didn't listeners, laugh at me or interrupt me. I can tell me. the <laughs> listeners that she did not read that one. That was just straight off the top of the head or somebody that's been working there for 20-odd years and may have finally yeah. memorized what they do. Um, I mean, but, we do so much, so it's so right. hard sometimes to remember everything. 
But I think I heard a little foreshadowing in there. Now you're entering the Ohio space in the uh, in the dialogue here. Do we have something that you need to share with us coming up? Or well, I think you know we're going to be bringing our friends from the Ohio office up to Michigan to be able to share their stories on Big Knockers because, as we've told you, this isn't just a Michigan podcast. This is a United States podcast. Is, is it still just domestic? You haven't checked the phone, see if we got any international I don't think we've gone listeners? international yet, but it's coming. It's uh, coming soon. I got so many people that follow me on Facebook from my old Calvin days that are all Canuckian. So may, um, is Canuckian allowed a term or do we have to edit that? I don't know. I hope we don't get yeah, canceled over that yeah, one. Well, yeah, well, I just ended that. We're not going to be international for a while. So. <laughs> Enough about that. <laughs> yeah, back to our um, awesome guest, Troy, because I can't wait. There's got to be a million stories in all of these years of door knocking, whether, again, like we said, it's in the UP or a lot of your work has been in northern Michigan, even below the bridge, which, you know, if you're from below the bridge, we're called trolls. Did anyone know that? That's what they- everyone knows that in Michigan. Well, we're not just a mi- <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. He forgets that sometimes you're not. All from Michigan. Oh, oh, I got to speak to a an international audience you now. Just brought it That's probably why I got Canada on my brain so much is because we're talking about the UPA. Eh? Hey, hey. <laughs> well, Troy, what's next on your uh, list of fancy adventures? Well, I think we should talk about the uh, small potatoes campaign. Oh, I was waiting for the small potatoes. Hey, inside jokes are not fun for everyone. Well, we're going to share it because okay. the world needs, again, this is, I think, enough years have passed that the small potatoes can come forth. Yes. So Melissa and I actually were on the small potatoes campaign together. <laughs> it was one of our many uh, adventures together. Is small potatoes and- a nickname for someone? Um, well, we had this candidate who um, decided that when he paid his taxes a little late, like, you know, some of us do. Occasionally it happens. You're down on your luck. You forget. Something happens. But he said on a radio interview that it was small potatoes. And his opponent thought, well, paying taxes late is not small potatoes. (laughs) So, Troy. So I was very fortunate to be the, uh, of a very select group of MEA pack snap, uh, Okay, for our listeners, what's an MEA PAC snap? Well, it was a very rare position back in the day of working for the uh, Michigan Education Association directly on a campaign and being the uh, a volunteer organizer for all the educators in the campaign area. That sounds like a big job. Oh, it was. But uh, Sounds like a podcast in and of itself. No kidding, really. But that really, uh, you know, just devolved, devolved into, you know, just doing everything on the campaign in the general vicinity of the Midland area, Midland Gladwin area, because um, it was a very large district again, like the UP campaign was. So, what, uh, one of my favorite stories from that campaign at the very at, towards the end of the campaign, about two weeks out, do uh, GOTV. We knew okay, we were, what's the GOTV? Uh, get out the vote. Get out the vote. Get out the yes. vote. We knew I. We knew we were playing from behind. And we wanted to try to drive out as much of the vote as possible. So we came up with this wonderful idea to uh, print up some walking pieces with the candidate and his um, 
Small Cam- potatoes? In his ca- yes. <laughs> with his bags of potatoes. No, in his camouflage with his uh, German short hair and his shotgun. And we were going to try to really, you know, get to that uh, hunter vote and uh, gun advocate vote and, and all of that. So we have hundreds of these bright orange fluorescent um, flyers. And at night, after we shut down the phone bank, we would go out and we would just stick these on mailboxes, not in mailboxes, but on mailboxes yeah. all across the uh, outlying areas. This is known well, as a we, lit drop. We yeah. also lit drop. put these beautiful orange paper, hunter orange paper uh, pieces in everybody's doors, too. Right. Well, when you get into northern Michigan in the end of October, close to the election, it snows a lot, which creates, you know, a form of precipitation, which isn't good for just construction paper, basically, that's orange. So as we were started, as we were commencing this whole operation, we came in the next morning, like after one of the first days, and the phone, the voicemail is full, and the phones lighten up, and we're like, "This is fantastic! <laughs> Look at all of the results we're getting from this." <laughs> so we start answering the phone, every call. My mailbox is not, died orange. My door <laughs> died orange. Orange is running oh, down yeah, their door yeah. because it happened to snow a I, lot that day. I want complete reimbursement <laughs> for my mailbox. <laughs> so this what was a brilliant idea. And we spent hours going. And at that point, it's really not door knocking. It's really what we call lit dropping, where you're just putting something so they can right, see it. Last oh, my gosh. The city of Gaylord. We covered Gaylord. It, it, in, in bright orange. In, in bright, bright orange. orange. Oh, it was like one of those great disasters where we had spent hours preparing and we were so excited. Yeah. Now, only was it to, the paper or was it the ink? Was it, it, was, the it, was, it was the paper. It was the paper that you used. Yes. One, you learn don't use cheap paper because uh-huh. it does run. The colors don't stay on that page. I actually thought, Troy, which is funny because this campaign elicited so many different stories. So when we were going door knocking, after the candidate decided to say small potatoes, the opponent took on the fact to say, uh, the opponent was like, "You, this is, this is not something you just should say about not paying your taxes. So we would go to every door in every tiny little town we went to. We were just getting beat up with Bags of potatoes were at every door with the opponents. Yeah, bags of potato <laughs> chips. Yeah. Bags of potato yep. chips. Potato yeah, not chips, potato, right. potatoes. Potato chips were at every door. We would come across. We were like, oh, my gosh, they've already been here. And they're talking. It's not small potatoes. You know, Senator so-and-so. And we're like, oh, my gosh. We we just couldn't win on that campaign. I think that that stick of uh the bag of potatoes was a lot better than dying people's <laughs> mailboxes bright orange well it is it, may, i mean both like, were terrible right because we could never get away from this one comment of its small potatoes because they were always there and then also we could never get past after the last couple of days you can't you can't move past orange doors like we were just in we we were in trouble yes i think and that's the last campaign i officially worked on <laughs> I th- oh well, the, yeah. It wasn't. I went on to the McDowell years, but uh, oh yeah. yes, another Northern Michigan great. Yes, yeah. 
Well, Troy, I think we could talk to you forever, quite frankly, because the stories just are nonstop and um, I love hanging out with you. Um, but we are at the end of this podcast. I think we'll have to do part two, bring you back. I'd, I'd be more than happy to do to join both of you for part two. Thank you. Well, we want to thank you and certainly our booking agent for making it happen, whoever that person She's may, amazing. Ra may randomly mm -hmm. be. Um, but thank you. Thank you for sharing a little insight of Northern politics and uh, some things not to do uh, when you're doing lit drops. <laughs> lit drops is a, it's a different uh, kind of animal, but uh, it's not an animal where you want to do some property damage. Uh, that is probably the one thing you want to avoid when you do a lit drop. Well, you know, who would have thought it was going to snow and you would have paper that ran all the way to not run you know. those tests. No, clearly it was not uh, product tested before. So, no. thank you, and thank you to our listeners, and thank you for everyone that makes uh, Big Knockers a possibility and the beautiful, glorious podcast that it is. Yeah, we're going to thank our production company, Michigan Association of Broadcasters, and our graphic artist who um, created our beautiful artwork, Larry Crittenden. And just as a reminder, make sure you listen next Wednesday for our, or every Wednesday for the newest episode of Big Knockers, uh, wherever you find your podcast, as our uh, fabulous co-host said earlier on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Um, and remember to subscribe, like, and rate. Her calling me fabulous is the best compliment she's ever given me. All right, we better close it out now. All right, goodbye. <laughs>